Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. In a week where profit and crisis have come back from the dead. We'll eventually talk about that. But anyway, I am here with Matt. That's me. That is him. And we are doing something. The Gamers 2 Podcast, April 17th, 2020. Good start. Coming at you. Live. Not Podcast really. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. It's live for us. Does that count? Yeah, unfortunately, I am alive, so... Yep, unfortunately Matt is alive and <laughs> we are uh we're doing doing the normal. We're doing the podcast. Just two dudes in a room with the recording equipment standing in ample distance apart, social distancing, talking about video games outside of our everyday lives. That's true. And speaking of quarantine and video games you need to play, I might have a list here. Of new releases? Oh my god. It's the best thing ever. New releases, people. So, you know, if you're at that stage in life where you just want to jump off a tall building or bury your head under large stones because you've been stuck inside a house for too long. That was really dark. Should, should I, video games. Should I move to the lighter side of that part now? Well, it, it's some good news, Matt. Because this list that I made, I some. that I brought up of 11, 11 titles here, it's, whew, it's a little bit of a spicy list. And by that I mean... It has a range from zero to like a million Scoville. Figure it out for yourself because this could go from nothing to everything. Depends on what you're into. So let's start with number one. Fishing Sim World Pro Tour Collector's Edition for the PlayStation. You can't go outside, but you still want to fish? Boom. There it is. Easy. Number two. Can Androids Prey Blue for the Switch? Yep. Number three, Finding Teddy 2 Definitive Edition for the Switch. This is the first one? There's a Definitive Edition? <laughs> What's their DLC? Number four, Later Daters for the Switch. If this is the first time you've listened to the show, you probably don't remember that two years ago, 
Dewey and I brought this back from PAX because I made Dewey play it at the booth. Later Daters was a nursing home dating simulator. Fantastic. That's what we need. We don't. Unless <laughs> specifically the two of us don't. <laughs> Number five, save your nuts for Xbox and Switch. It's too easy. Yep. Number six, sniper for the Switch. They really, they really went hard with that one. For that name. Creative title. Number seven, cryo gear for the Xbox. Number eight, freak out calamity TV show. For the PlayStation and Switch. Hyper Jam for the Switch. Purrs in Heaven for the Switch. And number 11, Theme Park Simulator for the Switch. Last Switch games. As per it was. There were, there were a lot more I didn't mention. So I don't know if there was just a giant... Normally, uh, Nintendo drops a bunch of things on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot listed on Thursday. Uh, but the big call there was later daters because I actually know that one. Unlike the other 10 in the list I mentioned. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible for everyone to know all these games coming out, which is a blessing and a curse, really. Yeah, it's a blessing for me to read that list of things I read two minutes ago. And at the same time, it's a curse. Because there are so many things coming out. And I'm, I also don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know. There, there is a part of me where I'm like, I don't need to know every new release. Because my brain will fry. Luckily, I don't include mobile games. Whew. Or 98% of Steam garbage. Yeah, we definitely have hit a part of life. Where we need like curated lists. Like, that's why I curate it for you. Matthew. Exactly. But I need someone to curate something that I like. You know what I'm saying? Because like, we're two different people. So, oh, that's like, true. I, need I to find someone out there in the world. You know what? Here's here's what I'll do next week. I'll make two different lists. Oh Jesus! I'll make just my normal one, and then I'll have a things Matt will enjoy new release list. This is not going to go well. Oh, it's it's gonna go great because I already know next Monday there's a game coming out going on Matt's list. Oh, great! <laughs> shall we jump into it? Yes, we shall. While I drink from my Soda Stream bottle. Oh, whoa! Yeah, fancy guy over here makes his own soda now. Makes my own sparkling liquids. Sparkling liquid, which could also be soda. It could be, but I'm gonna try not to have it be soda. Um, that being said, though, I could probably use this to drink with, like, you know, mix in some alcohol. Anyway. Yeah. A little uh, rum and coke. A little... Uh, that's all I got. The vanilla vodka and coke. Vanilla vodka and coke, I guess. Vanilla, yeah. vanilla, vanilla coke. coke. It's delicious, in case you've never done it. <clears throat> Don't you say that. The only good coke is cherry coke. Okay. Which is bizarre, because I hate cherries, generally. We went over this last week, yeah, I think, but... Um... Long story short, for anybody that's curious, we love fruits, but we're really divisive on a couple certain, things. Certain ones. Yeah, certain things can be honeydew as a melon. Honeydew, terrible. Doesn't need to exist. You can go ahead and keep going, though. We're going into the game stories. We're, we're going. You want even or odds? Um, I will take 
odds. I wanted to say, what did I do last week? I don't remember, but I'll take odds. (laughs) Number one, Crisis Remastered, an updated version of the first-person shooter from developer Crytek, is coming not only to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, but also to the Nintendo Switch. Crytek confirmed the news in a blog post published Thursday following a leak. The blog reads, quote, Crisis Remastered will focus on the original game's single-player campaigns and is slated to contain high-quality textures and improved art assets, an HD texture pack, temporal anti-aliasing, SSDO, SVOGI, state-of-the-art depth fields, new light settings, motion blur, and a parallax occlusion mapping. Particle effects will also be added where applicable. Further additions such as volumetric fog and shafts of light Software-based ray tracing and screen space reflections provide the game with a major visual upgrade, end quote. The remaster is scheduled to launch this summer. Gotta get that volumetric fog in. It's one of my my favorite things developers have ever touted is volumetric fog. Um, So I don't know... I haven't seen anything that... Just tell me to back up. I haven't seen anything... That has noticed, <laughs> that has noticed the, is that what it was? No, I don't know. I mean, okay. It's cool. Um, it, do we know it's the only the first game? Because this has campaigns. This, this quote says, we'll focus on the original game's single player campaigns. So that's a good point. When it's plural, were- it's plural of campaigns, but it focuses original game. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I. That's interesting. I'm assuming it's just the first one. Um, and then when in that little short little joke of a teaser that we saw, thirty eight seconds. All the tweets were specific to Crisis One. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I. I want all three. I want the Crisis Collection. Or the Crisis Collective, or whatever sweet name you can come up with. Put all three of them remastered. Or even do like the Master Chief type of thing where it's like you buy the collection, we're doing one, two, and three will follow. Make the collection $40 minimum. If it's the collection of all three, 40 to 60 is fine. If it's just the first game and you price it at 60, I'm not buying it. That's no. I agree. Uh, I'm curious about the engine side of it. I'm curious if they are going to just remaster the game and not do like not go ham or if they're going to be like, you know, completely overhauled engine or completely new engine and it's in classic crisis, uh, quality of nuking computers. I would really appreciate that one. I would love the nuking computer. Like, Crytek's just like, can you guys know what we haven't done in a few years? (laughs) Just broken everything. (laughs) Double down on the... uh... Yeah. Hey, we know you guys love your new modern technology, but it also still can't run Crisis 1 optimized. Boom! And just, like, drops everything it ever could on it. Uh, I also think we're going to get a Crisis 4. Yeah. I think so as well. I think this is... Not their... this year, obviously. No. And I think... This is why I think the collection would be such a large setup. And we... I don't know if we're going to touch this in any other news stories, but it's what I 
when the news started coming out about like when I saw the first crisis tweet four years after their last one, I was like, why is crisis doesn't just like the crisis Twitter account doesn't just wake up and go like, no matter are you with us? Like, no, there's a reason it's happening. Then the second tweet comes out and I'm like, all right, new crisis question mark. And then as we were kind of discussing it and then we saw more rumors come out and we're like, wait, a remastered makes sense. And I think I sent something to us. So that was, I could have seen this being an E3 announcement. I think it probably would have been on Xbox's stage or if it wasn't on a stage, it might've been just during the E3 week, like the PC gamer conference that randomly happens on that Tuesday. And they were just going to be like crisis remastered collection or, you know, they'll show the, what did I say? They would show the, Crisis 4 trailer that you wouldn't know you were you were Prophet or Nomad or Alcatraz, whatever you are. You wouldn't know you were in the nano suit or anything until almost the end when somebody addressed you by name. Crowd erupts. Then, if it wasn't Xbox exclu- exclusive, because if it's at a press conference, I think it's Xbox. If it's not the PC game one. Phil Spencer walks out and he's like, yes, we want to take advantage of the... Hold on. We want to take advantage of the power of the Xbox Series X to run one of the most demanding games of the last 15 years mm-hmm. remastered to its new levels to fully harness the power of the Xbox Series X. But, or no, no, sorry, sorry. I just said they showed Crisis 4. So they would say, we're giving you a new crisis. You guys all remember how unbelievably demanding it was for Crisis 1 to run on all these machines. It was almost impossible to have it optimized. Well, this new crisis game is going to fully utilize this Xbox Series X, blah, blah, blah. And just like basically just being like, oh, you guys like visual things and then just nothing but visuals all over the stage. And everybody just, you know, gouging their eyes out with spoons because it's too pretty and stuff like that. And then he'd go, well, we understand, you know, we're showing you this now. It might be a couple of years before you guys actually get to get your hands on this. But to satiate that and to, to help you guys cope until we get there, we're going to give you the first three games remastered in a collection, starting with the first one being available this summer. And then the next two will follow as we build to the new Crisis 4. Great PR move. And I'm talking out my ass completely because that might not have ever been about to happen. But it feels like the right time for that to have happened. And with everything getting canceled around the E3 and uh, I'm sure the PC Gamer press conference might have been a part of that week that is no longer existing. They could have said, like, all right, let's just do it and start going. I mean, that we might find out that that still was the plan because I think this was just announced because of the leak. And that seemed to, the, the course of events seemed well, to follow that narrative that the leak happened and then they were like, The question is, what did the leak happen or did the tweet happen first? The Be- tweet happened, I think, and then like a genuine leak happened. Yeah, it was, like, it was one of those where it's like it was once a the sloppy website. Stuff. Yeah, it's like once the tweet happens, you've started the ball rolling. Like yeah. it, everything's going to start getting spread. 
And then it, then you're at like the worst. Okay. We're going to push the snowball downhill. Like we're going to build it. We're going to start. And then we're just going to give it a little push. And that's that little push of that first tweet. But by the time it reached halfway down the mountain, they didn't know how to stop it anymore. And boom, here comes the website leak. And then they're like, all right, well, you guys like 38 second trailers? Boom, let's go. <laughs> the one thing that lends a little uh, reinforcement to that theory is that, and we don't cover it in the news, but it was one of those rumors that I was talking to you about earlier. There's a rumor that Microsoft has Xbox planned, Xbox events planned for May and June. So, you know, maybe maybe we'll find out that that was the case. Who knows? Maybe we will, and then we can add it to the list of Nate was right. And then, like, guys, in, <laughs> in case you're curious, that's the one thing I keep in a safe, locked away from Matt. Um, if you ever saw that list, you would never hear from me again. <laughs> moving yeah. on, yeah, oh yeah, definitely moving on. Get away from me. Get away from me. <laughs> Sources have told Bloomberg that Sony is planning for a more cautious start to the next console generation by limiting the number of PlayStation 5 units it ships in the first year. Sony is reportedly manufacturing just 5 to 6 million units of the PS5 by March 2021. With PS5 targeting a holiday 2020 release, that would be the end of the console's second quarter. For comparison, PS4 sold 7.5 million units in its first two quarters. Sources claimed that while Sony's marketing plans for PS5 have been affected, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic has had no impact on its manufacturing process. Instead, the reason for the limited run is partly because Sony expects the PS5's high-end specs to lead to a high price at launch, which will affect demand. Bloomberg claims that the console is expected to sell for between $499 and $549 with the rising costs and scarcity of components forcing Sony to raise the price in order to break even. Earlier this year, it was reported that the PS5 could cost around 450 per unit to make. All right, well, a couple things. A couple things. One, might as well get out ahead of it now. Even if you are saying it's not due to Corona mm-hmm. or COVID-19 or whatever, even if you're saying it's not due to that, it might be due to that. Uh, two, yes, your high-end specs are going to make it hard and stuff like that. Three, I think four ninety nine is your price. I don't think five forty nine is your price. I think four ninety nine is your price. And even if they are being at four forty nine for a cost, they almost never sell at high profit margin ever on a console. Most companies operate at a loss the entire time because the console itself is not your selling point. It's your, hey, let's get everybody in and then nickel and dime them all the way on the back end for years. So, so it's a little like, oh, we're, and yeah, limiting in theory, limiting your consoles by 1.5 million compared to your last launch cycle is definitely possible. Like, yeah, I don't think that's really crazy because the PS4 sold really, really well. Right. It sold extremely well, but it also, You'd be more akin to look at what did the PS3 do at its first. Yeah. And PS3 had much worse PR, obviously, around it. But the the PS4 was the preferred 
pick going into the launch. And I don't know that the PS5 is in terms of like the overall gamer umbrella Venn diagram buying choice. I think if you're not a fanboy of one or the other, you're probably looking at an Xbox unless you are really wanting the exclusives on PlayStation. So to say you're going to limit, you're going to limit it down to by 1.5 million might also just mean that we're not expecting to sell that number again. So we're going to say we're bringing our, uh, we're putting a limit on our production, but at the same time, you might not be thinking you're going to sell that many. Any, anything? No. I know you're looking up numbers for me. I am. I'm just uh, trying to pull it up quickly enough. The problem is that I only could talk in circles for so many. So I know many the problem is the sales numbers include a lot of the sales numbers uh, seem to include uh, PS2 as well, like PS2 and PS3 numbers are together. Oh, what the hell? Why would you? No, come on, people. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, you know what I'm saying, where it's the PS3, one, it didn't launch at the same time as the Xbox did. Yeah, I mean, from what I'm looking at, their numbers are, like, way below those. So, like, for the first two quarters, they might have hit maybe 5 million. So, that's 5 million. If if we're guessing, we'll say it was roughly 5 million. I think that was... Wait, no, I was looking at the wrong ones. Nope. Think that's terrible. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> this graph, the graph I'm looking at, just to explain to people, has Microsoft as green. Okay. Nintendo as blue. No, and Nintendo Sony as red. That's terrible. No, those should be flipped. 3.5 million. So 3.5 million, if we're, if we're guessing, roughly. if we're guessing roughly 3.5 million on the PS3, that was 3.5 million at a $600 price point that everybody laughed, literally laughed them off the stage at. Mm-hmm. And it did, if I'm correct, it didn't launch the same year as the Xbox. Uh, it was, I think it was, a, was it like the year, a, year after, two years after? I don't think it was that far. I think it was just, um, it was, it might have been a year after. It was at most, I think, a year. I think, or it, it was at been, least much more readily available. But yeah, I think it might have been like two or three quarters. Okay, so let's say that still three point five million was your your first two quarters, mm-hmm. and then you managed to pull seven point five last time around. But you you get what I'm saying, right? It went toe to toe with the Xbox One, which got laughed off the stage. So it was walking in as the favorite to the fight again. And won the round. This time, I don't think it is the favorite of the fight. So why not just say, we're going to limit production. When I don't think you're going to sell that many to begin with. And that was still... It's great PR marketing. That number was still including PS2. PS2? Yeah. So I, I think it's good PR marketing to be like, we're going to limit these things. And all of them, everything they say might be true. But there is just that cynical in me that sees between the lines and it says, we're not going to sell that money. So just say, we're going to limit it now. Mm-hmm. That way nobody's like, Oh, it failed. They're instead the message is, well, they limited production. You know, it's just, it's what it is. It's a game you got to play. 
And I still think, with not knowing enough about each console, like, yes, we know specs and whatever, the number one thing we still have questions about is the price point on each of you. And neither one of them are willing to budge yet. But if they're both $500, I think people probably, unless I said, like I said, if you're a fanboy one way or the other, I think if you're neutral, you're probably still choosing the Xbox. I think. I, I think. Unless they're, unless, based, know, based on what we know now. Yeah, based on what we know now, that's definitely the case. I feel like they're still... Like, I'll be buying the PlayStation because I have a PC that supplements my Xbox, so... I think there's still shoes to be dropped on both sides, but the Sony shoe is going to be significantly louder. Like it in, might be in theory it, it louder, and I mean that swinging either way. Like yeah. it might be a really good thing. What basically might be sh- a really bad thing. What basically should be happening from this point out is that Xbox is throwing toddler to like size six men's shoes the entire time. What size foot are you? Ten and a half. Okay, all right. So I didn't offend you. So no, no bigger than a size six shoe. Like they should just be sprinkling toddler to size six men's. Mm-hmm. Just a nice, nice sprinkling of 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 small things to get people going. Sony needs to drop ten and a half or larger, but they risk running clown shoe size. And what I mean by that is you could drop nine to sh- eleven. They should be dropping. You should. You could drop. Well, I'm a thirteen, so you could drop a big shoe like that. You could drop a Shaq twenty two triple E. The problem when you drop both of those is you start rolling a percentile dice. The higher up that percent gets, you start risking that one of them is going to make a very loud clown honk when it hits. <laughs> and that's what you don't want. It's just, <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. Oh, no, no. Ronald McDonald's shoe fell off and Sony dropped it. Oh, no, 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 no. So, Welcome to Gamers 2 Podcast, where we give you strange metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> Please let us know how you rate Microsoft and Sony's next <laughs> announcements in shoe sizes. <laughs> shoe sizes with clown noises, please. C- clown noises, but you know what I mean. Like a clown's yeah. foot is usually a big shoe. Yeah, it's got the and bulbous it, and toe it, you, on it. Yeah, yeah, and it's a, it's a comedic size, and it usually has a honk somewhere in it. And the honk is the sad trombone playing at the end of the conference that you can't have. You need to have a nicer business size shoe stomp with authority to crush out all those small ones. You need to be the adult in the room that beats the children. I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Number three. Microsoft and NVIDIA have announced that RTX-powered ray tracing is coming in beta form to the Windows version of Minecraft this week. The beta launched on Thursday, April 16th, and it brings big upgrades to lighting, reflections, shadows, and other key graphical elements to anyone using a NVIDIA GeForce RTX graphics card. In addition to the Minecraft ray tracing beta launch, NVIDIA also announced that its RTX support for the game will include DLSS 2.0. Short for Deep Learning Super Sampling, it's a relatively new machine learning power resolution enhancement technique from NVIDIA that produces sharper images at higher frame rates, and I almost turned into Captain Kirk. Better than Cerny. I can't do the softness of Cerny like consistently, but I can definitely start just pausing in the middle of my sentence like Kirk. Yeah, that's fair. You could shade that NVIDIA is doing art. No, I just... Uh, oh. Anyway, the thing about that is, can you imagine buying an RTX card to play Minecraft? <laughs> it is absurd. That being said, the I, ray tracing update looks pretty cool. I jumped into the beta, 
Oh, okay. All right. It is hands down the first time that I saw, in quotes here, ray tracing. I actually saw the effects of it. In practice, and I was like, I get it. I fucking get it. Um, it's it's one of those where it's like Minecraft joke, RTX joke, both very serious things. And Minecraft actually, because it's simple, has a very effective way of showing it off. Yeah. Versus something like Battlefield, where there's so much other things going on, you won't you won't truly get the effect sometimes because mm-hmm. there's just going to be explosions everywhere going, and you're just going to be like, I have too much going on, and that sniper sees me, run away! But instead, you're just like watching a creeper blow up, and you hear like Beethoven's fifth and it's just this beautiful thing as you watch all the light rays come through trees and your entire home and city got blown up by that green fucker. But it's okay because it looks great with the RTX on, except that what's the 2060? Uh, 2060. 500? 400? No, they're, they're drop. 400? Like 320 ish. Okay. So either way, $320 to play Minecraft on an RTX. The, if you, it's still it's still just it's it's the it's a lot. It's the same joke yeah. we always make, like Dewey building a a gaming rig for I don't know what his cost was. I'm gonna assume it's roughly fifteen hundred dollars mm-hmm. building that gaming rig and then playing Binding of Isaac, which is not graphically demanding in any yeah. way. <laughs> um, it's also funny to me that they're only saying it for the RTX cards. When I thought ray tracing got rolled back into GTX settings as well, but it did. But the problem is, um. They can't, like, even on the RTX cards, it straight up tanks the frame rate. Oh, okay. So, like, you know. There's so many light rays. $400 graphics card and you're getting, you're getting, you're getting 40 to 60 frames per second in Minecraft. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. That hurts to think about. (laughs) Um. Is the ray tracing also the eight the four K update? Is it four K ray tracing? Uh, it's the same update. It's the same okay. beta. Okay. Because um, that four K update is also like when you see high res Minecraft, it doesn't look like the same game at all. No. Um, the other thing though is the DLSS is the one that I think is way more important that is getting uh, you know doesn't get the same fanfare, um, and that's where. I think we're going to get like the next gen cards when we get that big jump in performance again. It's going to be from DLSS and whatever AMD calls their version of it. Yeah, it's the it's the stuff that is behind deep faking. Yeah, in case you're curious. Yeah, DLSS is basically what allows you to. I think in I think I think I shouldn't speak as an absolute. I I believe you can you, you can leverage DLSS to make fake people. If you've ever seen those accounts where they they use the AI to fake generate mm. a person that doesn't actually exist, but it just generates a face. And you're like, yeah, it looks like a person that exists, but they don't. It's kind of like the same idea as like when you get a brand new cell phone from like Google or Apple and you're like, how, why do the photos look so good with this 12 megapixel camera? Yeah. It's because of their algorithms for. They fill in everything and yeah. re- readjust it on the fly. And you're just like, that looks better than I see it. And you're like, well, it's because it is. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's that. That is not what those HD glasses and those infomercials do, people. Just so you know, they don't do that. <laughs> they are scams. They are scams. Believe it or not. Uh, ESRB has introduced a new label for loot boxes. The label reads, "Quote." 
in-game purchases includes random items, end quote. The new designation will be assigned to any title with an in-game offer to spend real money on something when players won't know exactly what they'll receive for their money. Loot boxes. You gotta get them boxes of loot, man. Loot boxes are loot boxes are a disease, man. Can you believe? No, it's a. Uh, Yes, ESRB still doing work. They ain't no Peggy eighteen, but God, I so wish they had developed the same, the same glorious opening, Peggy eighteen. Like, ah, oh, so good. Capcom has announced that their Resident Evil three remake shipped more than two million copies in its first five days after release. The publisher said nearly half of the Xbox One, PS4, and PC game sales have come digitally. Transitioning. I believe it, and also shipped doesn't mean sold, so I think that's the weird part though. In this context, it it, might. it might, but it it feels it's like it feel, it's super close to double speak. Yeah. Where like, listen, they shipped, and by the way, half of the sales were digital. Mm-hmm. And they're like, so we shipped two million. We definitely didn't sell two million. But hey, half of the stuff we did sell is digital. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, what wait, what what did you sell? Did you sell the two million or did you sell one million, shipped two million, and half of the one million, so five hundred thousand was digital? It's like mm-hmm. you know, you're you can, you can make numbers say anything you want. You just cut them all up right. Take that from sports stats. You can just slice numbers to say whatever you want. Or good statistics old, in general, I guess. They're all made up. Good old uh, coronavirus is forcing us to our digital sales, I think, as well. Well, I mean, yeah. Except for the Animal Crossing doom time when <laughs> stores were giving them out early. <clears throat> Major League Soccer is the latest sports organization to move its games to a virtual format. Launching a month-long tournament starring both professional athletes and EA Sports FIFA 20 Global Series eSports players. The tournament, called EMLS Tournament Special, will pit, <clears throat> will pit 16 MLS teams against each other, pairing an actual member of the team with an eSports player for 2-on-2 matches, according to Polygon. MLS will air five matches over the course of a month, with games airing on FS1 and Fox Deportes, the league's broadcast partners. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Down for more sports, just trying out this digital stuff. The two on two is actually a really interesting concept as well. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you've played FIFA. Not recently. I'm gonna just stop there. You haven't played FIFA, but playing Well, fuck you, buddy. When's when's the last one you played? I don't know. All right. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it was like But playing playing a game like that or uh Madden or anything hockey. Mm-hmm. Anything like baseball is not the same because you wouldn't be actively con- like even if you're actively controlling two people, you wouldn't be involved in the exact the play at the exact same time. But hockey and f- uh football and soccer and all those things where you are actively having to move around and do things like together can be much harder with two people than it is with one person because one person you have full control of everything that's happening mm-hmm. two people adds in a variable where you're like you have to hope you guys are on the same page for what you want yeah. to do to execute i feel like you'd almost be better off being like all right i'm gonna play defense or like you'd have I, 
if and, if you knew you had a strength versus the other one, it would just be better, yes, to be like, well, I'm going to handle this part. You got that part. Yeah. And then the problem sometimes is FIFA, even though I pass it and you're trying to stay on defense, mm-hmm. I might pass it to a uh, computer and it might make you take control instead mm-hmm. of giving me control of that person. So it's sometimes it's 50-50. Yeah, it's weird. But it is the two-on-two is definitely it, – it's an interesting uh, style game. A little, little bit more involved maybe with mm-hmm. kind of mixing the communities maybe of like, hey, let's take a pro player and put them with, you know, you know just see how it is. In that same uh, thread, um, obviously Formula One is – I follow it. And all the drivers have – started to get their sim setups and one of them's uh Vettel who's an older guy now on the grid. Well, yeah. And uh he just got his sim set up this week and uh his teammates trying to drag him into races. And then like I I follow everyone on Instagram and they're like you know like Roman Grosjean, another older guy just got a sim set up. They're it's all weird. there. It's weird They're world. all starting. It's a weird world. I think at this point we could do the whole grid. I think, like the whole Formula One grid, could just play yeah esports. <laughs> It'd be entertaining. Uh, the show MLB, the show's MLB Players League, mm-hmm. has been. They stream their stuff. I think the individual players themselves can stream it whenever they want because they play. I think Monday through Friday. Um, but the actual MLB has been broadcasting them on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 9 p.m. Eastern. And I've watched a couple just to like kind of see and whatever. And it's so funny to watch the pro players that don't – that obviously some of them don't spend all that time with the game, like the the people on the subreddit or myself or whatever might. And when you're watching the game and you just see some of the dumb fielding errors that are in the game, like somebody gets caught in an animation where they're clearly walking over to a ball, but the game is like, you're not catching this ball. We're just going to put you in a bad animation because we are, we've already determined based on our random math or whatever that you're not making this catch. So it slows them into an animation where they know they're going to, and it just ball just goes right past them. And I'm just like, man, that sucks. I know exactly how that feels, but <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't understand what's going on. The game doesn't let me move my character. I was like, it's because it already determined you're not making that catch no matter what you do. <laughs> And it caught you in an animation and didn't, and it's just so funny to see certain things like that. And I'm like, mm. yep, yep, that's what happens in video games, man. And then also some people just start bitching and whining, and I think that's so funny to me. I just randomly thought of this, and I thought you'd find it entertaining, is I was uh, looking for games to play the other day, and I looked up a list of like the best single-player games from like the last year, and... Uh, on the list, and there was like 15 games, something like that. Football Manager. It is. I was like, uh, did not expect to see that on here. It can suck your soul. And just, we're just going to take a little bit of, whoop, there it goes. And now you are a soccer manager. Blop, there you go. I actually watched somebody streaming it the other day, and he had taken over a team I don't. Like, I know the name because I've known other people to take it over and try to do it's like a very very bottom tier english team mm-hmm. and he's like i'm just gonna try to move this thing and i was like all right man power to you you understand this way more than i just don't want to nope number seven speaking of sports wwe 2k 21 may be canceled according to justin leaper who previously wrote for d- earlier wwe games he said on his youtube channel quote i have heard from reliable sources and i truly believe 
Oh, excuse me, that WWE 2K21 has been canceled. There will be no game this year, end quote. He also pointed to the fact that this year's WrestleMania event, historically used as a platform to announce or tease the next WWE game, featured no such news. Although he did hint that, quote, a pellet cleanser, end quote, is on the way. Qu- uh, quote again, I have heard also that there is another WWE game this year that 2K is publishing, a different kind of WWE game from a different kind of developer that's not visual concepts, end quote. Uh, so here's a couple things I can think of. One, 2K20 sucked and was littered with bugs and raked through the coals Yep, with how bad it was. Yeah, he talked about that. but So why would you make another one? It, it fell into the same problem. Except it doesn't have a direct competitor, but it fell into the same problem that NBA Live did. NBA Live was just trash and couldn't compete with 2K. So it just went the way of the Dodo. Gone. See you later. Bye. Extinct. The problem then is... Also, I don't know if you saw any of the WWE news. Not that it's related to the video game, but they let go and furloughed some people and blah, blah, blah. Just like... A bunch of talent. It was all. It was one of those where it's like, eh, shitty time to do that. But you know, whatever happens, and it, it sucks for those people. But I understand. But I don't know if that's necessarily related to this at all. They they wouldn't be hand in hand because it would be a development studio and the production company. Yeah. But I don't know if they're like feeling weird during this Corona time to not want to do something like that, or they obviously they don't want to put the people in the studio. You know, all those things. There's probably logistical nightmares in trying to do that. Mm-hmm. But also. The couple of years ago, couple nine, uh, there was another wrestling game. I think it was WWE All Stars. Maybe it was much more arcadey. Arcadey, yeah. and I could see them doing another game like that instead of simulation. They try to do another. When he says that there might be another one coming, I could see that happening, where they go back to having a more arcadey style of, of some type of wrestling, because then at least having a bad game might be more okay. <laughs> a simpler game, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's a little bit more... Like, let's just try like to have the fights and yeah. not try to do these 19-hour story logs and have people falling through the floor and everything else that goes wrong in that game. Uh, what a mess. <clears throat> Gamescom has joined the list of industry events that won't be taking place as usual thanks to the covid 19 pandemic had a brain fart there for a second just <laughs> COVID. Holy, had a stroke uh the german government issued a blanket ban on major events until august 31st organizers acknowledged the ban would apply to GamesCon, but added that certain functions of the show would be moved online all paid tickets will be automatically refunded in the coming weeks Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I like that they acknowledge that it would affect Gamescom. Like, what? Yes, obviously. Large meeting. What? <laughs> What? We we choose to recognize the band from Germany. We understand we are no longer functioning. Like what what were you gonna say? We do not recognize the power of the German band, and therefore we shall function as normal right up until they all just walk in and go, Get the fuck out of here. What are you no? No. I don't know. It sucks. I'm interested. I assume it's probably gonna be like maybe press conferences or demos or because sometimes they still had conferences or like, uh, yeah, uh, reveals and stuff. So mm-hmm. I can see those just going online. Number nine, PlayStation has launched a coronavirus support initiative. That's oh, I I have a joke immediately just for the title of that. Are they supporting coronavirus? That's so weird. <laughs> no, clearly they're not. Coronavirus, I think it should be relief support initiative designed to keep people indoors and indie studios in business. Announced by PlayStation President Jim Ryan, the Play at Home initiative includes a $10 million creative fund for indie developers experiencing financial difficulties as a result of the COVID-19 outbreak. PlayStation is also giving away Journey and Uncharted the Nathan Drake Collection to all PS4 customers for a limited time between Wednesday, April 15th and Tuesday, May 5th. And that coincides great with the April game of the month being Uncharted 4. Yes. Thieves end. It is that one right yep yeah so you got all four all four drakes it's a good series to be stuck with having to play story driven yeah it's a good thing i'm not gonna do it but hey you fucking dirty bastard the best part is i can redeem the first one but i can't redeem the second one like i can redeem the i can redeem journey in the collection i'm pretty sure but i can't redeem i think i can redeem those but i can't redeem the other one because i don't i don't have online oh yeah yeah. because i just don't care Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know Journey's you. I know. Too. I know you own it, but yeah, I never played Journey either. Journey. All right, the thieves. But like, I was super late in the PS3 cycle, and I literally only wanted it for the show. So <laughs> I, you were fifty fifty on Thieves End, I think. Thieves End, I liked. It's just I, that like two yeah. is still my favorite. Right. Yeah. Um, Journey. 
I could excuse. Well, it's not that I could excuse the Uncharted collection, like all four of them, because they are great games. Right. But it's a big time commitment. Yeah. Journey's what, two hours? Journey is like, I would say four to be safe. Four. Okay. But like, it's good and it's relatively short and it's not like. There's no dialogue, you know, it's it's just music. It's literally walking around. Yeah, but, well, kind of like gliding around. Whatever, desert. It's fantastic, though. If you ever like, you know, ah, I'm kind of bored right now. It's a good, it's a good little... Have you ever played Abzu? I have not. Same thing, but you're in an ocean. Yeah. Except that randomly people don't show up and walk with you or swim with you. There's a mobile version of Journey, I guess. Yeah, like that, I think there is. a mobile game that's kind of like Journey that Samantha picked up and started playing and she got irritated because someone, another player, like, grabbed her and was, like, taking her places and she's like, oh, let me go! Like, what? And, like, I was like, oh, God. Uh, uh, if number on, 10. If only you knew. Yeah. If only you knew griefing the way I know griefing. I once saw my village get, <laughs> get destroyed. This Matt let a creeper back into the town square. I didn't do nothing. I know. Then that technically never happened anyway. Our defenses were very sound. Trees were kept free of spiders. Lights were everywhere. And Matt was a dirt hut in a 4x4 grid because he was underneath the earth the entire time. Do you remember village that Tyler and Dewey just blew up with a bunch of TNT? No. We had... Um, I wasn't hosting that one then. I don't... You weren't hosting it. I think I was hosting it. Oh, but, like okay. You had a pretty sizable house. It had the fire on the roof. Oh, do I remember that? I don't know if I remember Anyways, that. we had like a little town square. Yeah. And I had like this little shed that had a bunch of chests in it. And I just like, because I was going, I, I just kept a bunch of shit in there. Right. And one of the chests was like fucking crammed full of TNT from me, like, you know, finding it or right. making it or whatever. Yeah, especially when you're down in the mines, you can find it in chests all the yeah. time. And-, and it was there forever. Like literally forever, which kind of surprised me because like I would have assumed someone would found it. Would find it and do something malicious with it. Yeah. Well, that ended up happening like Dewey and I think it was Dewey, like Probably. piled it all up in the center of our village and then lit it and it like blew a fucking huge hole. Obviously, oh, in the I probably wasn't. On. I probably wasn't on. I don't. You remember, weren't. I don't think you were on. I don't remember that because the last one I remember was the one that I hosted where I dug myself into the side of a mountain for my room. Mm-hmm. You built a dirt hut and then disappeared. And then eventually you and Sam were trying to build a castle. Yeah, I remember that one. Tyler built his house in the trees. And then Dewey dumped a bunch of water on it or something. Dewey did something to break it and piss Tyler off. Yeah, I think he poured because it was like a trail. And he like poured water in such a way that I think it flowed all the way Oh, because Dewey built his house on top of mine. Yeah. Dewey tried to build like a stone castle above me, like just a pillar. And yeah, poured water to try to do something. And it somehow broke Tyler's shit. Because he had the house in the trees. He had built like that little log cabin over there. Mm-hmm. I had built a, another town square, fountain in the middle, nice little fishing area, you know, cobblestone walk around. I had the storage set up all going. Mm-hmm. And I had a farm. I had a farm of both crops and pets. Yeah. And then Kristen built her house mm-hmm. near that. And we all had agreed, like, we won't destroy Kristen's house. Yeah. She's, like, safe. Yeah. She's, like, she's the one that's safe. And then Dewey flooded or, you know, flooded or lavaed Tyler's house. He might have He might have lavaed Tyler's house. And that just ruined everything. That was the one Kenny built the treehouse in. Yep. Yeah, yeah. 
Good and I had a secret door underneath mine up to his house. It was it was a good time, man. Yeah. Minecraft. Minecraft. Good stuff. <laughs> you guys remember Minecraft? <laughs> anyway, let's continue on the actual news train. Niantic has been tweaking Pokemon Go in an effort to make it more playable from home during the COVID-19 pandemic. And Wednesday announced one of the biggest changes yet. Raid battles will be accessible remotely. The company is adding a new item called a remote raid pass to the in-game store, letting you play raids that appear on the app's map or nearby page without having to go to the physical location. Good idea. Good idea. Unfortunately, I wish my uh, map range was increased by like 10 miles. Mm. Because there are no gyms within sight of me, so I still can't raid. Yeah. Oh, well. I think the, the, there's a lot of other changes than just that. There were a lot of things that were in that uh, upcoming update notes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through all of them, but there were a lot. Yeah. The one thing I wish that they had changed about this was if a friend gets into a raid, they can invite other friends. I wish they had just said that instead of like, oh, if you can see it, because like, yeah, obviously I can't see it, but I have friends that live in a city that might be near one that could at least pull me over and invite me to that. Yeah. But now I'm just stuck still not doing it. So what about the, the, what's this nearby? tab or whatever it it like i shows me that i have two stops nearby and i can see like pokemon nearby so i can see that stop and that stop Mm -hmm. but that's as far as i can see that's the closest gym is two miles away so you can only see nearby as like whatever that is i don't know 500 feet thousand feet uh so it's like i can only see that for me the closest gym is so it's it's over two miles it's like five miles away so they still want you to Get out and about. They're just saying, if you're oh, in well, a, let's just stand farther away from each other. If you're in a city, it's probably great. Yeah. But if you're not, you're still screwed. Yeah. Essentially. So. Oh, well. Let's move on to number 11. Nintendo's latest firmware update for the Switch as a feature oft requested by accessibility advocates. Switch firmware version 10.0.0 adds the option to remap 17 of the system's buttons to perform any of the 18 button functions. The home button cannot be remapped, but the right and left analog joysticks can be swapped for one another, and up to five custom configurations can be saved in the system for users to swap between. I like it. Yeah. I like cool a, I like a system-wide button remapping ability instead of, you know, leave it to the game. Like, yeah. For sure. I like it. Tis dope. As things go the way of the PC and configurations become a thing, wait for the Xbox Series X and PS5. We shall see. Dun, dun, dun. Earlier this week, Amazon France listed PC versions of various Sony games. <laughs> My favorite part, before you even continue. Yeah. We, what are we, last week? Or two weeks ago when we were discussing who's great at leaking shit. I think it was last Those week. Those random stores in Germany, France is always up there, and Walmart Canada. Yep. <laughs> Amazon France. Fra- uh, oh, I can't. I, I was trying to try to make Amazon into French. Like, for Amazon, but I can't do it. So, just continue. Ignore me. Ignore me completely. Amazon France listed PC versions of various Sony games, including Bloodborne, Days Gone, 
Gran Turismo Sport, and The Last of Us Part 2. The retailer also listed a PC edition of Sega and Atlas popular RPG Persona 5 Royal, which is currently exclusive to PS4. Both publishers have told IGN that these error, these were errors by the online store, with a Sony representative... Re, oh my god, it's happening. The Sony representative <laughs> stating, quote, The listings are not accurate. We have made no announcement to bring those games to PC, end quote. Aw, shit. Well, obviously you'd say it was an error. Yeah. At what point are you going to be like, no, we know it's happening, and we're going to force you to do it. (laughs) We'll force you to do it by listing it on your site. Number 13, Games Done Quick, or GDQ, an organization that raises money for charity with speedrunning events, as Nate has pointed out twice a year for the last two years, is hosting an online-only speedrunning marathon all weekend in support of COVID-19 relief. The event, titled Corona Relief Done Quick, or CRDQ, is scheduled to run through Sunday. CRDQ will be raising money for Direct Relief, a humanitarian aid organization. You can watch the event on Twitch. Good for them. I know what you're all about. Your game's Wait, done quick. Well, I'm, out, I'm, out, I'm about helping people and playing games while doing it. Yeah, you And free. doing it fast. You got some weird kinks, all right? Yeah, man. Just give me that give me that helpful people thing. I'm over here tapping my vein for help. It's weird. <laughs> Imagine just walking around being like, help me. I want to watch you help people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the charity work you're doing. Oh. <laughs> Uh, and a blood drive just getting like really pumped up at people like yeah love to see this work Woo! what are you you're doing double platelets Woo! <laughs> actually that might be the great might be a great that might be a great video to make might, yeah <laughs> if, right before they kick me out because like I, just, I just show up uninvited <laughs> that's the thing all right into the silly news nascar driver Kyle Larson has been fired by his team and dropped by his sponsors after he said the N-word during a sim racing stream over the weekend. It's the latest example of how the pandemic-inspired shift to online racing is still resulting in real-world consequences for some drivers. Just last week, NASCAR driver Bubba Wallace, that's the most NASCAR driver name I've ever fucking heard, Bubba Wallace. Long. Y'all see my boy Bubba Wallace out there. He take that ball, take the left, and he drive that Ford run hard. Exactly. That right there. That's your, you're welcome. Bubba <laughs> Wallace lost a sponsor after he quit a sim race following a virtual crash. He rage quit and he lost a sponsor. <laughs> what a silly grown man. I found this hysterical. Yeah. For the level of stupidity that you had to be to think that this was any different than anything else. And you're not allowed to say that. So why would you try? I just love the fact some people, getting- some people saying he wasn't racist. And I was like, well, I don't know how that works, but okay. But also like, <laughs> I'm appreciating like we're seeing more of these people. So right. like it's more of a chance for them to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. It's, and <laughs> it's like, hey, you realize you're live streaming and the only time the mic is in your, like, your mic is now always in your face, not just when you have to say every sponsor in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was really prompted by our, our boys over at Bud Light and they really helped me fuel this car today and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, 
And then you're just like, oh, something, something. Man, I can't believe I really hate those. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, whoa. What is wrong with you, you psychopath? And then you have somebody rage quitting. Like. Rage quitting on air. That one happened. I, I mean, the NASCAR races are aired, so. Yeah, like the rage quitting, I can I can get behind a little bit more because it's probably the better alternative of the two. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, sorry, not probably. It is the much better alternative than the two. But you're still doing a professional, like they're taking this whole thing seriously. So yeah. you're still supposed to act like your professional self and not just, like, can you imagine if you did that in a real race? You're just like, nope, you know what? That I'm, I'm done with this. He's pulled into the pits and sat there. It's definitely more excusable because I could see how it would be hard for someone to make that transition when they're not used to it. You right. I mean, like, yeah. they're driving for recreation via video games and now all of a sudden it's a part of their, you know, their yeah. career. Uh, number 15. Also, you're welcome for the most sports news you've ever had on this podcast. No, man. This is ridiculous. Other than when Matt and I used to wax poetic about F1 for like 10 minutes and nobody loved it. Number 15. Ubisoft has teamed up with the co-writers and co-directors of the 2018 Amy Schumer-led comedy I Feel Pretty to develop a film centered on senior citizens entering the world of esports. The film, which is currently untitled, is based on a 2019 article in the Wall Street Journal. The next generation of competitive gamers is Over 60 by Laura Parker, which focused on a group of seniors who formed a competitive esports team. I recognize the team and article that she's talking about. Uh, I, it might have been CSGO, but I'm not positive. That might have been the game they were playing. Ubisoft movie. It, it's right up their alley. Yves Guillemot takes advantage of the scene. <laughs> that was not French in the second part of that. His name was French, and then it turned almost to, like, Austrian. Oh, oh, oh he's on the move. Like, all right, there, that's French. Baguettes and beignets Baguettes. and berets. Is that French? Yeah, it's French. Croissant. Oh, there. <laughs> Uh, 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 snails and escargot there. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I saw I got for French references. Finally, we watched, uh, some trailers, some, some one video we already, game. Yeah, one we trailers. already talked about. We talked about Crisis. It wasn't, it was more of a There's, teaser. Yeah, it's not really a trailer. Uh, there was a trailer for the next Dark Pictures game, which is entitled The Dark Pictures Anthology for yeah. everybody that forgets. It is titled Little Hope. Looked like a Dark Pictures game. Good. Good stuff. Was it just titled Little Hope? Or was there like was, the town of Little Hope? No, it was just Little Hope. It was uh, Dark I thought, Pictures Anthology Little Hope. Oh, I thought there was maybe like a qualifier on it. No, either way, looked like a Dark Pictures game. The premise is... Um, Almost Salem-esque? Yeah, uh, witchcraft. Um, I think you, you there's four. Four or five characters and you're stuck in a town that's surrounded by impenetrable fog i wanted to say five and a, it looks like two of the older characters we've ever seen out of them one well, professor like, and, and then the rest are students well so there were two older people though was the professor the woman yes i think i'm assuming yes okay because there was the older guy too and the professor that was the if the professor is the female, she was around with like the kids more, so that would make sense mm-hmm. if she was like leading them around. But that one guy looked older as well, so maybe he's, maybe he was at the town, like met them to like kind of 
tour it type of thing. Maybe. I mean, but he could still be a student, I guess, technically. He could be, yeah. But two of the, normally they're like teenage horror movies. Yeah. And then these are the two or two of the older characters I've, out of the three games I've seen of theirs, these are the two oldest characters we've seen, which I just thought was an interesting, interesting spin. Maybe the next game, because I think it's supposed to be a trilogy, so there should be one more. Uh, maybe we'll have children. That'd be creepy as fuck. It would be. It, well, I say I say children as playable characters, not children as terrifying NPCs that run around possessed, because I think that's pretty much going to happen in this one. Yeah, but I feel like, can you do a horror game with p- kids that are playable that get murdered horribly? It's Stranger Things, but like murder them. If you don't show the murder, True. if everything's just, a, you know, alluded to, you just watch the kid get taken by the creature and then you hear sounds that sound like he's probably murdered. <laughs> That's fair. There um, might be there might be something where it's like the same way that certain, uh, you know, some like movies and TV shows won't show you murdering the kid. Like, mm-hmm. all right, we clearly killed the kid, but we're not going to show you. Yeah. And it's like, no, just show me that you killed the kid. Because maybe I wanted that. Maybe that kid deserved it, you know? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe Maybe, Pig, maybe, deserve maybe Piggy deserved God it. Damn younglings. Ah, Piggy. Lord of the Flies. <laughs> Last, but surprisingly not least. Oh, interesting. Gears Tactic. Oh, Gears, yes. Gears, Gears Tactics. Gears Tactics. Plural. Yeah, double, double positive. Uh, it actually looked... I, I saying it actually looked good is not a dig at what I thought it was going to be, but the trailer itself was cut and presented in a way that was much more appealing to me because I was not expecting the trailer to be as good as it was. Yeah, the game itself is exactly what I expected, but the trailer, it was a good trailer. Did a good job. Props and to whoever cut the trailer. I normally don't have... A lot of times I normally don't feel one way or the other on a trailer. Like I'm not truly like really good trailer, like solid job, you know, woo. And this time I was like, I'm actually like intrigued, except I know immediately I will hate this game because I'm so scared of the XCOM thing where it's, I'm a foot away from somebody with a shotgun. It tells me I have a 99% chance to hit and then I miss and my rage just starts building. Like, if you ever want to watch my blood, yeah, blood pressure, I can't even speak getting angry about it. My blood pressure go through the roof. Catch me playing an XCOM game. I will lose my mind. <clears throat> we'll have to try that sometime. I rage quit them. I just, I stop. I was on, I was in XCOM 2. I finally got out of the first mission after like two attempts because I kept getting 90% chance misses. And I was like, that's it. <laughs> I just, mm, nothing about this seems appealing right now. And so I just quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. I quit. Don't be a quitter. That's it for the news. That is it for the news. So now keeping in tradition of doing this episode uh, with our previous beginning segment at the end, what have you been up to in the last seven days? Um. Also, for 12% battery, that tablet made it till the end. I need to remember to charge it for next time. <laughs> I haven't been doing much. I've been having a slow week, uh, mostly just sitting on the couch. Well, you had a busy two weeks up until now. Yeah. I mean... Half-Life the, Alex and yeah, VR. Yeah, no, I don't really and... have direction, so it's kind of a little different. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> once, struggling. Once Matt's allowed to do whatever he wants, 
he does nothing because he yeah. can't choose a direction. I seize up. Um, <laughs> You're, I'm frozen with choices. Part of the issue, so the, my issue with the VR now is a logistical issue. Um, okay. Like, it was practical to have the VR in the living room because it was it was convenient and, it you know, it was one game, really. But it's not... If it's going to be the permanent permanent solution, then I have to come up with something that's more portable. Um, which is kind of where the issue lies. Like, if I'm going to do somewhat of a room scale thing, it's got to be in the living room. Got to shrink the computer down. And I have to... I'm just waiting on some PC case reviews, really. Now, there's that... uh... You know the one NZXT case, right? That's all the rage right now. Yeah, the H one. My buddy ordered one. Yeah, did he? Did he? He got one. Yeah, three hundred something dollars. Yeah, which is actually a really good deal. Well, it includes the CPU cooler and stuff like yeah. that for so, it. So, uh, all in one, uh, hundred and forty millimeter cooler, I think. I think so. Um, yeah. Power supply, and it comes pre pre wired, which yeah. is like I'm pretty sure it's coming this week. Yeah, it's it's essentially I. That was on my short list, but one of my issues I'm having there's uh, there's a lot of nice cases, but they're not easily accessible, which is kind of the issue. Do, does your VR not have the option for a wireless mod? No, it doesn't. Which does is, it have the option to just make longer cables? <laughs> it's not a cable issue. It's, it's really no. The cable's long as fuck. It's just uh, it's like I either if I. If I, I'm either gonna resign, be resigned to playing in seated position in the in the office, office, or I need to make the PC more portable, more convenient to move around and smaller and take up but less it, room. I guess the question is, if it if the wire is long, why does it matter where the PC is? It's not that long. That's what I'm saying, though. If you got an yeah, extension of, like, a, if you got an extension cord, like just a longer USB connection. Mm-hmm. Would that not solve the issue for the most part? Theoretically, it would. Um, in terms of in, instead of buying another case and, and doing that. Well, the case, it has to happen anyways because the I've outstripped my oh, that's right. case's you, capacity to Because you swapped it. parts and stuff yeah. too, yeah. So it's... I Now when I'm playing like half like when I was playing Half Life Alex, I had to pop the side panel off because it was it was just it wasn't cooling. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't capable of exhausting enough heat. So. You just gotta put more fans in it, man. Um, <laughs> no, because you'll you would you'd rage. I know you'd rage. Yeah, well, it's loud as fuck right now. Yeah, and I have I don't have like it's you know there's no ventilation on the pc case it's always funny because it's louder than mine and mine has four fans in it going constantly prior to this it wasn't and or then, technically five i guess if you count and then a it. fan went bad and i didn't want to replace it i just let it do its nasty noises and then do you need now, a spare fan no i, was now saying, I have just, fans i don't have it's a combination of the the case can't isn't doesn't have any ventilation it's not well designed for the situation and the Supplied CPU cooler right. from AMD is like the most atrocious just, sounding nah. thing ever. So you basically need a new CPU cooler. Yeah, which they're they're kind of linked, so that's right. Right. Writing. Um, other than that, I played the Minecraft RTX uh, beta, which we talked about. Um, 
a little Beat Saber, not a whole lot. I jumped into No Man's Sky to try out the mechs, and I didn't play that in VR yet, um, but I did the mech stuff. Um, it's good. You know, good stuff. Uh, and that's about it. I mean, I downloaded Mass Effect Andromeda to give it another shot, and I played it for like literally five minutes, and I was like, I don't think I can do this. Um, and that's where I'm at. I downloaded Warzone. Didn't try it yet, though. Um, I'm kind of like literally fucking throwing shit at the wall. Yeah, that's a that's a real big shit at the wall too. That's like a 200 gig download. Yeah, it was it was pretty sizable. Uh, I haven't haven't opened it yet. I haven't tried it. Um, I mean, I just know you won't like it, but hey, give it a shot. You never know. You never know. I don't know. I I really want a good single player game, but they don't really exist right now. I'll tell you what. I got some keys sitting on my computer right now of of just games from Humble Bundle's past. I'll show you after if there's mm-hmm. anything that strikes your fancy. It's all keys that I already have a copy of, so they're just my spares. So mm-hmm. it's not like I give a shit if you take one or not. Yeah. But maybe something will I don't I don't remember what's in there, but maybe something will trigger maybe. you and be like, "No, at least try it," you know. We shall see. And then like uh that's going forward, I'm probably going to Dabble into the racing stuff, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. That's true. You do have that as always an option, a set of Corsa or whatever you choose. Gonna start running this week. Project. That's, that's a part of the the goal. Oh, don't want to, you know, jinx it, but I have a, a plan, schedule. Bought some running shoes. All right, then. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Let's just hope this random snow shit stops then. Yeah, I mean, well, the rate it's been going, snow in the morning melts by fucking noon, and that's true. And it's still at only, least in Whitesboro, I know it might be it, it does here too. And then you know, maybe it's only forty five here. Yeah, but yeah, it does. That's my life. Fair enough. Fair enough. Where are you at? The huge, <laughs> as the kids say. Uh, we skipped zombies this week, at least for now. Uh. Unless we play Sunday, we probably won't play. Um, it it's been a show, MLB the Show time. It's been an Animal Crossing time. It's been a. Uh, I've played a little bit more Doom. I played one more level, and I forget those levels are so unbelievably long. So I'm I'm kind of like I know when I go when I sit down to play, I can stop at checkpoints during them, but like mm-hmm. I want to play the level, so I have to sit down and play. The last time I played, kind of gave me a little bit of headache though, so I needed to to step away after that. Uh, World of Warcraft is always in there. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena on the PC. It just dropped its new season, and I started playing that just to mess around with, give myself a – basically playing that when I'm waiting for other things to get done because it's just – it's quick and something else to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, played a little Totally Reliable Delivery Service with uh, two of our friends, and that was fun. Hard to keep them on track delivering packages, though, I'll tell you that. We maybe delivered three. That's and the rest of it was just like, let's just goof off apparently. And I was like, No, we need to deliver packages. Three's probably short, maybe five. Is there I mean, is the idea to progress through the map? No, because you can go to any you can go to any of them at any point. So it's, it's just, just the, the idea would be it's like high scores. There's it's high scores, but there is bronze, silver, gold. So ideally you want to get gold on all of them. And there are 
a set number like per location. So it's like zero out of nine going into this location. So you want to get all nine of those done type of thing. Like you'd prefer, you'd want to complete the map. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead we just drove around and flew around and crashed and blew up and did a bunch of things. I drove a truck the majority of the time, not going to lie. So for me saying it's hard to keep them on track, I literally drove a truck around and honked and tried to crash into every single thing I could. It was a fun time. That's um, all that matters. Then I think that's it basically. It's been, you know, work stuff. Oh, you know, keeping up Westworld. Lego Masters is over. I watched all the f- stuff from that. Pretty good finale, I think. And, uh, you know, I'm on episode, I'm going on to episode three of the devs. Oh, sorry. Episode three of devs. So, um, we'll see Wentz. how that goes. Yes. Still playing it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes. I I have it on the phone and sometimes, but I'm because I'm not at work. Like I'm at home now. I have access to my other stuff. Like I might I might have played Gwent. Like hey, I'm gonna hit the bathroom. I'm gonna take a minute. I'm gonna play a little game of Gwent. Or hey, I gotta go do this update, but uh, you know, like at a desk or something. Uh-huh. So while that's running, maybe I'll play a game of Gwen or something. But it, you know, for when I'm at home and have access to all my other stuff, it's there. I don't play mobile games while I'm home usually. Yeah. So that's just kind of been a thing. He's like even going to the you know, oh, I go to the bathroom at home. Yeah, but I just gonna I might quick browse the internet and then I'm right back to having a, my computers and stuff that are much larger to browse the internet on. So. My phone becomes Snapchat and texting when I'm home or looking up like websites to order food on really fast. Like, hey, I need a menu. Like the pizza tonight. But it's cute that you still socialize with people. Uh, it defines still socialize with people. You if you mean people, <laughs> I here's the thing though I'm not talking to anybody that I wasn't talking to before this. So it's just the same group. Don't you call me out on that because no, you, I was just gonna say I'm not like I. It, the statement still stands. I don't. The like, statement I'm might still in stand. General, between, not this, necessarily related to quarantine. Oh, okay. Just in general. I was gonna say because that statement can be can stand between the two of us, yes. But I also know that of one person you have told me about that has kept not you specifically, but your house busy. With phone calls and things. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's like, yeah, people still socialize. I did I did have the moment where uh, this week I was messaging back and forth with uh, one of my coworkers because we were just trying to like problem solve a little bit. And I finally just said, screw this. I picked up my phone and called him. And I was like, I'm sick of typing. I'm <laughs> honestly losing my mind at typing. So I'm just going to talk to you over the phone. He's like, all right, sounds good. And we talked for like 45 minutes just about work and bullshit and like – uh, the mandate that came out that's like, oh, staying home got extended to April 15, you know, stuff like yeah. that. But it was, it was nice to just once again have a conversation that was different than everybody else that I've already been, t- been talking to. Like, I always talk to you or I always talk to Todd or Evil or whatever. It was mm-hmm. like, ah, let's just mix it up and throw like a little spice in the mix or something. There's just somebody that's different. But yeah, yeah it's been, it's been a thing. It's been a time. Still, Pushing, you know, chugging away on that baseball book and 
get more and more interesting every time. Yeah. That's I mean that's really all I got. I don't got anything more. I bought a soda stream cuz I like fizzy beverages. Yeah, seems to work well. Once you figure out the you know, the amount of pumps you need, you trimmed my neck for me. Yeah, the little haircutty, little yeah. haircutty, which was he's looking like caveman. He's got a big bushy beard. I got a big bushy beard. I got a like flowy head. Mm-hmm. It it was just that I needed the neck trimmed because it was getting too far. And Matt hooked me up and gave me a little trim, trim. Stepped into the bathroom, zipped it off, and I was like, "Oh God, I have memories because this is where Mom used to do the haircuts when I was a kid." And I hated them, by the way. Love my mother, but I just couldn't sit. I hated sitting still. For I put it this way, I hated sitting still if it was against my own volition. Yeah. And haircuts usually were never like, "Oh yeah, I want to go get my haircut," or "Oh hey, I want to learn how to play piano." I was like, "No, I want to sit in front of my computer and do whatever I want, which is nothing." And I just sit in front of my computer. Mm. And so I would always just like I'd be a snobby little boy, like yeah. I just don't give a shit to get my hair. Oh my god, can you hurry up already? And no, I was a piece of shit. But hey, kids, you know that's how they are. We're all like that. It's over. Now I'm like, oh, I got to get my hair cut. I need to get my hair cut, and I just go leave. But now it's just like, all right, well, quarantine, so we'll see how bad this comes out at the end. We'll see. Gets longer. Every month. That's true. I'm, I didn't look at what my date was, but I'm official. I'm definitely over a month. I normally go three weeks-ish between haircuts. Mm-hmm. I'm clearly way past that. We'll see what two months looks like. It, I can't wait till I walk back into my hairdresser at some point. I'm like, whoo, this is bad. <laughs> Last time I got my haircut was before I went. Uh, ah, before you ditched me. So yeah. that's before that's before Valentine's Day. Yep. So it's been a bit. Right, that's been a hot minute. I'm just going to, for, for the end of our conversation here, let me just... Uh, take a quick look and see if I can figure out when the last time I did that was. The salons are in hair people. They're going to be booming business when we finally... February 25th was my haircut. So, I am almost at two months. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. You still got me by a bit, but... And technically, you always will until you'll get your hair cut again. If we just keep Do going, we want uh, some late news entries. Uh, we can have a, we can have a couple quick late news entries to end this on. Uh, Give me headlines only. Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven Xbox One X will come out ahead of the game in June, and it looks like that. Oh, the a Cyberpunk console skin. Yeah. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. I was like, that game is not coming out in June. All right, so cool. Console, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 Xbox One X console. Cool looking thing is going to come out in June. All right. Is that it? That's it. Okay. All right. Well, that's the end of the show. We shall uh, see you guys in seven days as Matt bows out of this conversation. So, bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.